Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Boomer Carter in the morning, coming from the Investors Bank Studios here at WFAN. Bill Simmons joins me this morning uh, for the vacation, Craig Carton. I got Mike Flugelman on the other side of the glass, sitting in for the vacation, Eddie Scazzeri. I got Bob Dwyer sitting on the other side of the glass, sitting in for the vacationing, Al Dukes. And of course, me and Jerry, the regulars, are here holding up the uh, the radio station as we normally do every uh, every morning here, Monday through Friday on WFAN. And you know, you just heard us talking about it if you were just listening with uh, me, Jerry, and, and Phil arguing over this whole thing. Uh, you know, a couple things happened last night in sports. Let's get through some of those things first, and then we'll we'll start uh, taking them apart one by one. But uh, you know, first and foremost, th- this idea that Isaiah Thomas was even a legitimate thought, and the fact that he had to come out and say, "I'm not interested." Look, we're not interested. <laughs> the the fact that anybody would even think that that would be a legitimate uh, answer to what the Knicks' problems are. You'd have to hit yourself over the head with a hammer like 10 times to say, okay, I get it. There is no way. <laughs> what and are the, you drinking in the mornings? I must I, I don't know, but it. I'm just saying there is no way. And then the fact, of course, John Calipari names come up all the time, you know, because they all want the money well, that the well, Garden no, offers. No, 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 no. Everybody they, thinks that people... this job is going to be another $60 million job. And why is it that the Knicks have to go and try to poach somebody from another organization that signs contract extensions, whether it be the guy in Toronto, the guy in Memphis, the guy out in Golden State, the guy in Oklahoma City. Those guys have contracts. They have jobs. Let them do their jobs and fulfill their contracts with other teams. There are plenty of other quality people out there that are probably low-level people, more scouting people. Maybe it is David uh, David Griffin, the former GM of the uh, of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't know. But the fact that like Isaiah Thomas has like the audacity to come out and say, "Well, I'm not interested." Guess what? Nobody's interested, and oh, you. Okay. Good morning, Boomer. Good morning, Phil. How, How are, are you? you? How are you today, Man, buddy? this is great. You know, I thought so we'd come in. you got sleep last night, right? Shoot, yeah, I did. I actually fell asleep a little earlier last night, which is great. Because the Yankee game, I thought it was canceled. Yeah. So I went to bed. But um, first off, sometimes they float these ideas. Could John Calipari be down there looking for an extension, more money? It's always something there. Something. Isaiah Thomas, he puts his name out there. Maybe he was contacted again by James. It doesn't matter. Well, he's, he's running the but, Liberty, so he's in the building. Yes, I but get put it. it out there so maybe somebody else is hiring. Come on, you know how the game works. Hey, hey, let me explain something to you. This is the problem that Jim Dolan has had. If there's always somebody's name floating out there. There's always somebody better than the guy he had. There's always somebody under contract with somebody else. Uh, give give up a draft pick to get a guy. You know, enough already. You know what, too? Really, honestly, I, we said this yesterday. Already. We said this yesterday. I did, I think. 
Uh, by the way, you did go back and watch the show. You I were really mad it, that man. I took too many shots oh, at you. Oh, you were taking shots at me left and right from <laughs> six oh one all the way until nine fifty nine yesterday. No, that's just not true. You, the last hour, you—I don't think I said three words. Well, Billy Jean but King was in there. I didn't work. say anything either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you get on her. Uh, but no, I'm not getting on her. I thought she was unbelievable. The yeah, amount she of passion was. and spunk she had you know, was ridiculous. It's the first thing my wife said when I came home. She goes, boy, that Billie Jean King. Is, yeah, no kidding. She's on fire. So anyway. But what were we talking about? About the Knicks and the GM search and who who the possible uh, villains are. They, I, I just laugh, you know, because I, I get these alerts on my phone. And the alert says, well, Isaiah Thomas takes himself out of the running. Well, who put him in the running? I mean, like, who? Honestly, I, 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 I have to tell you, this is the truth in in. I'll, that's why I like coming on here, because my first thought was, when this all went down, I said, I wonder if they'll bring Isaiah Thomas nah, back. You know, I, uh, we were and I know it. it would be just slaughtered by the papers and you and every, just about everybody, but it, it did cross my mind. You know, Isaiah does TV for NBA TV. You know, he's done a number of things. He's running the Liberty. The Liberty have been run pretty well under his uh, tutelage. I think it was a, like a handout from James Dolan to him to bring him back and right. let him be a part of basketball and all that other stuff. James Fine. Dolan has got to get involved. I, no, I, can on, you imagine on, being – You no, 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 no. I don't mean to pick players and stuff like that. I'm just talking about be a little bit of a more of an overseer. And you. we all know the big picture, what you want your team to be, look like, and the culture. You talked about it yesterday. Mm. So that's the easy thing. We can all come up with that. Now put the people in place that will get that done yeah, for well, you. Yeah, well, you know, that's the problem. They haven't been able. They had the person in place, and the name was Donnie Walsh. And then they Donnie Walsh, yes. And then they superseded Donnie Walsh's authority, and they said, get uh, Carmelo here at any cost. And from that moment on, with the exception of the first uh, playoff uh, you know, appearance that they had, it's been downhill. The last three years have been a disaster because they hire the wrong people. Here's the thing. The Garden is known in, in the NBA, I believe, as the money pit. It is the money pit because the amount of people that never fulfill their contracts and always get bought out and paid off. And then they move on. And then when you look back at the lineage of this and the amount of people that have come through here over the last 10 years, whether it be Larry Brown or Isaiah Thomas or Phil Jackson now, it's all the same like the freaking funny, no, people. It's, 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 a, it's unbelievable. And, and, and they'll all complain. They've, every single one of them. Maybe Isaiah won't because of his friendship with Jim Dolan. But they, to a man, I guarantee you, if you got him in a private moment, would roll their eyes and say the Garden is a dysfunctional place. Right. And I would say, if it's so dysfunctional, why are the Rangers run so well? Why have the Rangers have been so good over the last seven years? What what are they doing right that the, they they share a same facility up in Greenberg? I mean, they're right there. They work next to each other. Why why is the NBA portion of the Garden such a disaster? Is that because Jim Dolan is involved or isn't involved? I'm hiring Phil Jackson not to be involved. I you know I don't know what it is because I'm not close enough to it. But all I can tell you. To, 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 to read the, the tabloids and to read all the crap about Isaiah Thomas and John Calipari, go get the guy from Toronto who's got a five-year extension. Get the guy in Memphis, he's got a five-year extension. I mean, stop. Stop with all the nonsense and the hyperpole. You know, find somebody who's legitimate. Find a Sean Marks type who's freaking legitimate, who understands what the league's all about and understands what the Knicks need to do to navigate through this this sewer look, pit of toxicity yeah, but that the, the garden has turned out to be. They got to overpay. Look, years why? Ago, why but, do but, they have to here, overpay? Here's why. Well, here, but listen. The, it's a but, New York job. You get okay, this no, one, right? No, 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 no. Wait, hold on. I'm going to stop all that myth. It's The NBA has completely changed. 
all the players, I mean, just re- I know they don't like the dysfunction here with the Knicks, but the players, there's so many other spots now they're willing to go to because life is great, the organization is different, and the lure of Madison Square Garden, which I will say, besides old Yankee Stadium, are the two best venues I've ever been in. So that that is gone. So they've lost that. So they brought in Phil Jackson. I said, oh, well, good. Maybe he can bring in some of those big, high-profile free agents, and it can turn back into what we – well, that didn't work either. So no matter who comes in here, it's it's a long road. They're not going to bring in a big-time free agent that's going to change the franchise. No, they're not. I, I mean, listen, I, I was one of those guys. I thought for a year, two years – LeBron James is coming to New York. Well, let me ask you this question: How about, how about how about if you? Well, I don't want to get into all this stuff, but you know, if you want to speculate, if they hired David Griffin, you know, LeBron James is not going to be happy in Cleveland. So the reports say, and that he's going to want to get out of there next year because he doesn't like the fact that Griffin's not there. Right, but can blah, they, blah, they, blah, can so they put enough pieces with? Uh, yeah, 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 I don't. That's, listen, that's not. I, I don't know about that, but here's here's my point. I just want to be simple about this. This is the New York Knicks. At one point in time. This was, you know, this had history, it had culture, it had everything that you would want uh, in a basketball team, plus you're playing in the so-called mecca of basketball that is really the mecca for all the stars that come in and put up big numbers against the Knicks and are embarrassed and do it in front of Spike Lee, and he sits there kissing her ass. But at the end of the day, (laughs) uh, you know, let's, let's take a step back. It's the New York Knicks. It is Madison Square Garden. Why am I overpaying to bring somebody here? Why why am I having to go steal somebody from somebody else's organization? Well, I'm going to act like I'm the big dog. You want to come and run the New York Knicks? Then you come to me. And I'm going to find somebody who's serious about it, who's not about flash and dash and what he's wearing, uh, you know, to practices and what is uh, what is lineage and legacy. Well, and they had that. Is. They had it. They had it. Well, you said it with Donnie Walsh. I, when I was coming in to work with you. I said, let me just kind of go back through the coaches and the GMs. And I saw Donnie Walsh. And I went, oh, boy, I remember that well, whole and scenario. He was a York, he's a New Yorker, and he got it. And he, he got you know, it. He was building a team. And he was underrated. Uh, um, I would say underrated. Uh just kind of under the radar. It, yes. was, it wasn't a big, flashy guy, could right. barely walk. And I remember Craig making fun of him when they were trying to uh, recruit LeBron James, that Donnie Walsh was going to go in with a wheelchair because he, oh, was, he wasn't feeling well. He had a bad, <laughs> couple bad things going on. And, you know, how is that going to inspire LeBron James to come to New York? And then you got Mayor Bloomberg. Come on, LeBron, you come to New York and all this other crap. It's just, it just it's mind-boggling to me that, that we or the Knicks think that they always need the next big name. You know, it's not always about the next big name. It's I'm about already sweating. Find somebody who is a legitimate basketball person who who basically wants this job because this is the next step in creating his own legacy like Sean Marks is doing for the Nets. Yeah. No, I don't know if it's going to work out for the Nets. I'm not sure. But what he inherited over there, well, it looks with, with, this, with, with the loss of draft picks and the salary cap problems and everything else that the Nets have been dealing with over the last three years, it's not easy to get yourself out from underneath all of that. So the Knicks are in that spot right now. How are they going to move Carmelo Anthony? They better not bring back Derrick Rose. There are plenty of other uh, free agent point guards out there that would probably love to come to New York, assuming that Derrick Rose is not here, and work with the new rookie who they can't spell the name right on the back of his jersey down in, in, uh, in the in summer, summer league. Summer league. Jesus God, it's, uh, you, it just it never ends. <laughs> well, I'm not really uh, you know concerned about how they misspelled his name. That's... Yeah, but it just it's part and parcel 
to what the problems are. And it just adds to the dysfunction. It adds to the perception that they don't know what they're doing. That That's the problem. I feel bad for Jeff Hornacek because my sense is he's a really good basketball guy. Yes. He's a real solid guy. He's not, you know, I don't think he's here uh, for the reasons that other people have come here and to get another check. I don't believe that that's why he's here. I believe he's here because he really knows basketball, wants to coach basketball, and wants to get it right here in New York. Because if he does, then he will be lauded as the guy who knows. Yeah, I think he I, – I do – you know, listen, I think he knows what brand of basketball he's going to play. Of course, he played in the league, had great success. And I think given time, I'll be – I would be surprised if he doesn't get the team back – to respectability. I'm excited that he is the coach of the basketball so, team. So I. And here's the thing. You know what he wants to play? He wants to play NBA 2017 basketball. Well, he, what is he's that? A, well, he's who he is. up and down the court, shooting threes. That's what the, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers do. That's what the Golden State Warriors do. That's what the Spurs do. That's what the Nets are trying to build. It's athleticism. It's wing players. It's three pointers. It's it's up and down the court. It's Mike yeah. D'Antonio, uh, D'Antonio down in uh, Houston with uh, James Harden and now Chris Paul. Now, what do you think when you saw Mike D'Antoni down in Houston running that offense? You go, wow, wouldn't that have been really cool? It did in look Madison good. Square it did Garden? look good with Jeremy Lin running. Yeah, I know, it, but it that was great. Well, why why did that end? Well, because he didn't want to coach Carmel, couldn't deal with it. Well, Carmel yeah, they, want to play they didn't that want way. Jeremy Lin. It was you know that, well, that whole situation. Want to play that way. He wants to you know that's why Carmel needs to go. He just needs to go because he will be an impediment, even though the toxicity of Phil Jackson is gone. Toxicity, you that, yes. you, you like that word? I, I love that word yeah. because I really think that it, that it it accurately reflects what the Garden and Greenberg's practice facility was like. Okay. Uh, well, because you know, they want they don't want to be told by a guy who's not coaching them how to run the damn triangle because he's got 11 rings. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing the way this thing went down over the last— the Well, you I think look, about it. Think about it this way. How about your head coach? Who was your best head coach? Sam Weish. How about— um, they, Mike Brown, I guess, is ge- the general manager. The general manager. But how about if Bengals, Mike yes. Brown was coming down to Sam Weiss during practice and going, you know, I know you're running this hurry-up offense, but let's go and let me show you an offense I want you to do. I mean, maybe, maybe you should have watched films with Mike and Pete Brown and Katie Brown on Monday mornings with the coaches. What? You had to do that? No, I didn't have to do that. The coaches had to do that with the owners. Oh, and explain to them what oh, they yeah, were doing. Because, you know, they're a football family, you know, with Paul I, Brown oh, I and know everything. Well. And Mike played. Mike was Mike a Mike Brown tells himself. me every time I see him, you know, I came to Moorhead State to see you. You know, you didn't throw it that well that day. That's right. You didn't. <laughs> I did. But you didn't. No, but anyway, you know, the interesting thing is, is that you're right. You don't want the, the president on the court, no matter what his name is, because, you know, they're all going to be uh, – they're all going to be supportive of him being on the court publicly, but, you know, they're all rolling their eyes behind his back. Absolutely. And, you know, the story came out yesterday, Sports Illustrator wrote it, that supposedly Carmel Anthony told Christophs Porzingis, stop supporting the triangle publicly. Stop talking about it publicly in a positive light. Well, I think that— That's it, great. That's, I'm what not, you want. That's what well, you want your team leader to do. Go to his teammates and tell them, don't support— the triangle publicly. Well, I think that was, if you read between the lines, that was already out there. The fact that they thought Carmelo Anthony was taking Christophs and changing his thought process. Oh, yeah. and, yes. He made him become an NBA player. Yeah, Look, well, we're entitled. We do whatever we want. We, we don't have to be coached. We don't have to show up for practice. We can leave if we want. We can smoke as much dope as we want, too. Well, I, it's so, the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, and, and you know, and unless you have a Russell Westbrook, a Le- LeBron James, a James Harden, a Steph Curry, a Kevin Durant, who, even though he was, an, he was awesome in the playoffs, 
Kevin Durant, believe it or not, had to be unselfish to fit in. Oh, Steph well, Curry had to be unselfish to fit in. Clay Thompson had to be unselfish to fit in. Now, I, I think that Clay Thompson and Seth Curry probably had shots taken away from them because of the addition for Kevin Durant. Did you but ever they think when, won a championship. when they brought Kevin Durant in there, you watched him play many, many times at Oklahoma City. I remember the year he played at the University of Texas. You watch him as a person. You know he's going to blend in. He's not the type of guy that goes in and tries to overtake situations. I'm, he's not LeBron James who's going to come in and dominate the team and we're going to, it's going to evolve around me when I want to do yeah, it. Yeah, a different type of personality, yeah, different no, no type, question. He, so, and, and Steve Kerr, he said that during the series about, um, you, you know, uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. They never for one second ever thought that it wasn't going to work out. They knew the chemistry would be there right from the but start. But you also have to remember, you have, you have Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, you have Steph Curry, those are the other three. So, uh, I'm sure you go to those three and you say, look, we, we can add Kevin Durant. What do you want? Yeah, we want him. Yeah, they know their roles. That's what's really cool. Right. You know, Draymond Green knows what he's there there's for no, to do. There's no selfishness around that team. Now, you got four stars there. you got four all-stars there. You have three out of the four. Maybe even all four will end up being uh, Hall of Famers, kind of like the Bulls that you know, came out of uh, the 80s with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. But at the, you know, at the end of the day right now, for us here in New York with the Knicks and the Nets, we are so far away from even competing for, like, fifth place in the Eastern Conference. Sixth place. I, even eighth place just to get into a, just a little sniff of the playoffs. Just a little four-game sweep against yeah, it's our a long teams. Road ahead, long road ahead, no question. No that, question. Yeah, I think the NBA is in trouble, but, you know, who knows. All right, 16, uh, 617 on the fan. Uh, Boomer and Carton here coming to you from the Investors uh, Bank uh, Studios and Phil Sims sitting in for Craig. The NBA is in trouble? I do, I do. I really I think don't. so. You know why I think? Why? Because you can't have these oh, super teams. Yeah, these three or four super teams that are, yes. Because that tells you that the, the fans in Memphis, that nothing doesn't mean anything to them. The, the, the fans in Oklahoma City, the fans in They're Denver. They're still packing the stadiums when you watch the games. I understand that, but realistically, how many teams have a chance at a championship? Not many. Maybe Boston now. Maybe they'll make some. How many teams in the NFL have a realistic chance of winning the Super Bowl? I would tell you at least half of them. And the reason I say that is because the propensity for injury is real in the NFL. That's why. And I also think that there are at least a half a dozen or dozen really top-end quarterbacks that can get their teams. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.